Alberta sees a spike in syphilis among newborn babies. Life expectancy for First Nations people in Alberta has dropped significantly. Bison in the Northwest Territories have been found dead and it's feared they died from anthrax. And ethnic fighting in Manipur State in India has killed 130 people. Good morning. It's Wednesday, July 5th. I'm Nora and here are your headlines. The rate of babies born with syphilis has jumped dramatically in Alberta, new numbers from the province show. In 2018, 30.8 babies per 100,000 live births were born with syphilis. Last year, the rate jumped significantly to 169.1, five times higher than just four years ago. In one-fifth of these cases, the baby was born stillborn. That was 50 babies. The unbylined article for the CBC reports that if someone has proper prenatal care in the first 20 weeks of pregnancy, Dr. Amita Singh said they could, quote, pretty well prevent the infection from being passed on to the infant, unquote. Singh said that every person that accesses prenatal care is offered routine testing for syphilis, making the spike in the illness even more confounding. The province blames the spike on this in part, quote, a decrease in public perception of risk, individuals not being diagnosed in a timely manner, dating apps becoming more popular and individuals feeling less comfortable accessing health services during the pandemic, unquote. But Singh says that Albertans struggling with substance abuse and unstable housing situations have a harder time accessing prenatal care, and she blames some of the spike on this. Next, another very concerning spike in health news reported by Danielle Paradis from APTN. Paradis is reporting that the life expectancy for First Nations people living in Alberta has dropped significantly. From 2015 to 2021, life expectancy dropped seven years for men, from 67 in 2015 to 60 in 2021. For women, life expectancy dropped from 73 to 66. To compare that to the life expectancy of non-First Nations men, their life expectancy is 79, and for women, it's 84. So to make that clear, that's a gap of 19 years between First Nations and non-First Nations men, and a gap between First Nations women and non-First Nations women of 18 years. Part of the impact of these numbers is due to toxic drug deaths. First Nations people are seven times more likely to die from toxic drugs than are non-First Nations people. Paradis quotes Dr. Esther Tailfeathers, who said, quote, The province seems oblivious to the challenges that Indigenous people are facing, and they are not ready to open their eyes. It's just a nightmare, unquote. Tailfeathers has just resigned as medical lead at the Indigenous Wellness Corps of the Alberta Health Service. The average life expectancy of First Nations men in Alberta is about the same as men in Haiti, the Democratic Republic of Congo, and Bolivia. Paradis tried to get data on deaths related to Métis people, and neither Alberta Health nor the Métis Nation of Alberta had this data. Drug poisoning happens most often among people aged 25 to 30 and 35 to 40. Next to the area between Fort Smith and Fort Resolution in the Northwest Territories. The Department of Environment and Climate Change Canada is reporting that 15 bison carcasses have been found and they're suspected to have been poisoned by anthrax. 
Anthrax can be naturally found in soil. At the American Center for Disease Control website, they say that it's most commonly found in the agricultural regions of South and Central America, Sub-Saharan Africa, Central and Southwestern Asia, Southern and Eastern Europe, and the Caribbean. It's not commonly found in the United States. An incident management team has been deployed to, quote, detect and dispose of the infected bison and keep people away from the area, unquote, reports the Canadian press. Anthrax spores rarely spread to humans, and they report that it almost never spreads from person to person. And finally, to the state of Manipur in India, where about 130 people have died in ethnic violence between two communities in Manipur. The state is on the border of Myanmar and violence is happening near the city of Imphal. Violence has erupted between the Kuki and Meite communities. The Kuki are the minority and the Meite are the majority. The Kuki are holding territory in the hills and the Meite are in the valley and both groups have civilian defense volunteer groups defending themselves. NPR is reporting that hundreds of facilities, shops, churches, and other buildings have been burned since May, when the violence started. India has brought in thousands of armed forces to the region to respond to the violence, but also to be posted along the border. The border is contentious with Myanmar and nearby China. Violence erupted after a court ruling gave the Meite something called tribal status. Tribal status gives them economic benefits and quotas in government jobs and education. In addition to the deaths, thousands of people have been displaced by attacks. Some villages have been razed to the ground and people from both communities have fled. There have been some relief camps established. Opposition leader Rahul Gandhi recently visited the sites and called on the government to improve the basic amenities of relief camps. Food and medicine is needed, he said. He's also appealed to both sides to stop fighting. There have been peace marches organized as well by women who are calling for an end to the violence. Schools have been closed due to the fighting and will remain closed until at least July 8th. Internet has been shut off in the area for two months now. Both sides are angry with the Indian president, Narendra Modi. Modi has not commented on the violence yet at all, though Bharatiya Janata Party senior leader Himanta Biswa Sharma said that, quote, the situation is fast becoming normal, unquote. Those are your headlines for Wednesday, July 5th. I'm Nora. You're listening to this podcast at sandyandnora.com on the Real News Podcast Network or syndicated through various campus radio stations across Canada. I hope you have a great day.